Welcome to Fire Talk Radio, teaching the unfiltered Word of God with the anointing of His Spirit, with subjects on eternity and the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. Welcome to Fire Talk Radio. My name is Deborah Lacewell, and I'm so glad you joined me. Whatever part of the world you're listening to, whatever time zone, I'm so glad you're here with me to spend this time. I have been, uh, I've started a series. It's by, it's, uh, it's 12 Pillars of My Faith, and it's, 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 it's found upon the for every 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 month for a year. I started last week with the heart, the spiritual heart, and this week, this month. I mean, I started last month with that. And this month, I'm going to start with. I started with. Well, I started last week with mission. You know what is? Why are we here? And. Uh, this 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 week I'm going to be continuing, but um, our pastor uh, from my church he taught an entire year of teaching surrounding different topics from the pillars of Christian faith, and so I'm going to be I'm going to be uh, tonight I'm going to be on the mission, my mission, finding my individual purpose for my life. It's going to be part one. So, so finding our our individual purpose for our life. That's very important to find our individual purpose for life. What's, What's our mission? What's our purpose? you ever wonder what's my purpose why am I here why was I born well that's what we're gonna that's what we're exploring right now foundation scripture is Romans 12 verse 1 through 21 bearing in mind this is a word show it's on it's Categorized under the Bible, so there's going to be a lot of word, and some of it might be reading a lot of uh, verses at once. But that's all right; it's a good word, and faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So I'm going to start off in verse one of chapter twelve of Romans. I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you, in view of all the mercies of God to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, this age, 
fashioned after and adopted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourselves what is a good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. For by the grace unmerited favor of God given to me, I warn everyone among you not to estimate and think of himself more highly than he ought. Not to have an exaggerated opinion of his own importance, but to rate his ability with sober judgment, each according to the the degree of faith appropriated by God to him. For as in one physical body we have been we have many members, we have many parts, organs, members, and all of these parts do not have the same function or use. So we, numerous as we are, are one body in Christ, the Messiah, and individually We are parts of one another, mutually dependent on one another. Having gifts, faculties, talents, qualities that differ accordingly to the grace given us, let us use them. He whose gift is prophecy, let him prophesy according to the proportion of his faith. He whose gift is practical service, let him give himself to serving. He who teaches to his teaching. He who exhorts, encourages to his exhortation. He who contributes, let him do it in simplicity and liberality. He who gives aid and superintends with zeal and singleness of mind, he who does acts of mercy with genuine cheerfulness and joyful eagerness. Let your love be sincere, a real thing. Hate what is evil, loathe all ungodliness. Turn in horror from wickedness, but hold fast that which is good love one another with brotherly affection as members of one family giving precedence and showing honor to one another never lag in zeal and in earnest endeavor be aglow and burning with the spirit serving the Lord rejoice and exult in hope. Be steadfast and patient in suffering and tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of God's people. 
sharing the necessities of the saints, pursue the practice of hospitality. Bless those who persecute you, who are cruel in their attitude toward you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice, sharing others' joy, and weep with those who weep, sharing others' grief. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, snobbish, high-minded, exclusive. Be readily, but readily adjust yourself to people, things, and give yourselves to humble tasks. Never overestimate yourself or be wise in your own conceits. Repay no one evil for evil, but take thought for what is honest and proper and noble, aiming to be above reproach in the sight of everyone. If possible, as far as it depends on you, Live at peace with everyone. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave the way open God's wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, requite, says the Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him drink. For by so doing, you will heap burning coals upon his head. Do not let yourself be overcome by evil, but overcome master evil with good. That was Romans 12, verses 1 through 21. As I was reading that, talking about not, uh, you know, not repay, not you know, repay no one evil for evil, and uh, if your enemy is hungry, feed him, and leaving the way open for vengeance, if if that's God's will. Well, I was thinking about how. I played I played this one minute audio clip on the show before, and it's about Gary Ridgeway facing the family of the victims that he killed, different family members because they were different from different families, and he didn't remember a lot of the people that he killed because he killed so many people um, brutally, and um, a lot of them. A lot of them, a lot of them just hated him and cursed him and damned him and but listen to what one father said. Gary Ridgway sat there stone-faced as victims' relatives damned him and mocked him. He's an animal. I wish for him to have a long, 
suffering, cruel death. He's going to go to hell, and that's where he belongs. But then the emotionless facade finally cracked when the father of one of his victims appeared to surprise him with a dose of human kindness. Mr. Ridgway, um, there are people here that hate you. I'm not one of them. You've, you've made it difficult to live up to what I believe, and it is what God says to do, and that's to forgive. You are forgiven, sir. How powerful is that? I remember, actually remember watching that on the news or documentary or something, and I was blown away. I wasn't serving the Lord at the time, and I was this, this man, this father, forgave his child's killer, somebody who had just brutalized, brutally murdered and raped his daughter. And I was, wow, all these other people uh, understanding. I, I don't, I mean, all these other ones, uh, what you heard the, you heard the audio. I was blown away. To me, he was, he, 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 that, that day planted that man's act of forgiveness, love, and kindness. He even called Gary Ridgway, sir. And all that that father did in just that one minute, because there were so many of them, they didn't have that much time to, to speak to this man, but to speak to this murderer, the serial killer, but in that man, oh, his, in, in what he said was such a witness to me, it planted a seed that day. It planted a seed of true forgiveness, true um, Christianity, it was a that father of the victim who said those words to, to Gary Ridgway, the man who forgave him, was such a witness and such a a light in a in a in in the dark times I was having. And I believe that it took root in my heart because it came it came you know it it helped me. See see that this man was a true, true Christian. I had met so many false Christians. They would say, hey, there's this really, really good church. I really, really think you should go. The music's phenomenal. The paintings on the wall are awesome. I really think you should go, Deborah." And then they let a joint right after they said that. There was this other lady, she says, Deborah, I, there, I, I, there's this really good church. 
I've been going for a while. I, I think you need to go to church. You need to get a relationship with God, and you really need to go. I should go. Oh wait, I'm running late. I've got to. I'm running late. I'm meeting my boyfriend, and I wanna. I wanna meet him and spend time with him, and do with him what I don't want my husband to see me doing with my boyfriend. I'm like, what's wrong with this picture? They, these people honor me with their lips, but they're far from me because they're honoring me by saying, they're honoring God by saying, you should go to church and you should, you know, don't forsake the gathering of the assembly, the fellowship of the assembly. But then they're turning around and they're doing something totally, completely opposite. But this man... And I'm not judging them. I'm not judging them at all. They were trying and seeking somehow in their own way. I don't condemn or judge. It's not my my place. But this man, when I heard him, and I saw him, and I heard him, I thought of what it must have been like for him to find out how his daughter was, was brutally raped and murdered and, and but to, he struggled and hard and for him to do but he forgave him and he, he he even called him like I said earlier he called him sir to me that was more of a witness that I should seek God that I should seek going to church then for somebody to tell me I should go to church and then pull the joint from their pocket and light it two seconds later. Or for a woman that was meeting her boyfriend before her husband got home. And again, I don't condemn them, but this man, oh, praise God. Praise God for true Christianity, for true Christians who walk the walk and talk the talk. Talk the talk, walk the walk. Who are not only hearers of the word, but also doers of the word. Thank God for that man who planted that seed. That what was intended for evil, God will turn around and use it for his good because that was on, if I'm not mistaken, when that when when those people confronted Gary Ridgway when they confronted him about about what he had done to their family members. He you know, that was on the news. That one particular part was on the news or Nova or something like that. But it was on the news so it was all over the place. What that man did, if he affected me like that, the free, the the father who forgave, I can't be the only one. It just amazes me, and I'm grateful, grateful to God for that father who forgave. 
to the lesson. The finding your individual purpose for your life begins with total surrender to the Lordship of Jesus. That would be in Romans 12, verses 1 through 2. I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you, in view of all the mercies of God, to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external, superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourselves what is a good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. That was Romans 12, 1 through 2. Presenting your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. I've often often heard it said the only trouble with the living sacrifice is it has a tendency to crawl off the altar or not to be conformed to this world but transformed by the renewing of your mind in order that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You want the perfect will of God for your life. I want the perfect will of God for my life, not just a permissible, I mean, not just a permissive or permissible will of God. Many people live and die without ever finding God's purpose for their lives. You know, just not long ago, I somebody wrote a something that I found quite quite profound and true. And in um, so I was just saying. Many people live and die without ever finding God's purpose for their lives. The grave is full of rich ideas. A 
amazing dreams and inventions because all those people never step out on their dreams, passions, and ideas. Don't take your dreams to the grave with you. Live them out. You are great and you can do them if you believe it. What is inside of you, no one else has. You are special and one of a kind. You are made for success. Frankie Faber wrote that for living your dream. I thought that would be perfect to perfect example of how many people live and die without ever finding God's purpose for their lives. This purpose or calling is in proportion to the grace given you and me by God to fulfill your life's mission. Romans 12, verses 3 through 8. If you go back and you read those, talks about don't overestimate yourself. God has dealt everyone the measure of faith according to his or her call and purpose. To whom much is given, much is required. Luke 12:48. In Romans 12, verse 6, we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us in order to fulfill God's plan. So having gifts, faculties, talents, qualities that differ according to the grace given us. Let us use them. He whose gift is prophecy, let him prophesy according to the proportion of his faith in order to fulfill God's plan. God gives according to the grace. He will give us the grace to fulfill his plan. I'm going to go ahead and read verses 3 through 8 to give you an idea of of what, what I'm referring to here. For by the grace and merited favor of God given to me, I warn everyone among you not to estimate and think of himself more highly than he ought not to have an exaggerated opinion of his own importance, but to rate his ability with sober judgment, each according to the degree of faith apportioned by God to him. For as in one physical body we have many parts, organs, members, And all of those parts do not have the same function or use. So we, numerous as we are, are one body in Christ, the Messiah, 
and individually as we are, are one body in Christ, the Messiah. Did I read that right? Hmm. Let me move on here. Hmm. And individual, I don't think I did, but anyway, let me start off with verse 5 again. So we, numerous as we are, are one body in Christ, the Messiah. And individually, we are parts of one another, mutually dependent on one another, having gifts faculties, talents, qualities that differ according to the grace given us. Let us use them. He who is gifted as prophecy, let him prophesy according to the proportion of his faith. He whose gift is practical service, let him give himself to serving. He who teaches to his teaching, he who exhorts or encourages his exhortation he who contributes let him do it in simplicity and liberality he who gives aid and superintends with zeal and single mindedness of mind he who does acts of mercy with genuine cheerfulness and joyful eagerness So we don't want to overestimate yourself. God has dealt everyone the measure of faith according to his or her call and purpose. Because to whom much is given, much is required. Luke twelve forty eight. And as I said earlier, verse six states we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, in order to fulfill God's plan. With the grace comes the God-given desire that must be pursued in order to fulfill a plan. You know, I just was quickened of a little, I guess if you want to, the question three frogs were sitting on a a lily a lily patch a lily in the in the pond and one decided to jump off how many jumped off I'll let you know at the end of this little part here I'll give you the answer. With the grace comes the God-given desire that must be pursued in order to fulfill the plan. Psalms 37, verse 4 in the Amplified, all of these are Amplified unless I, I, I know it otherwise. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he will give you the desires and secret petitions of your heart. Put God 
first. Isaiah 58:14 reads, Then will you delight yourself in the Lord, and I will make you to ride on the high places of the earth. And I will feed you with the heritage promised for you of Jacob, your father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. This always flows forth out of us abiding in the vine, being connected. He is the vine. God is the vine. We are the branches. As we stay connected to him, we produce fruit, and our fruit remains, proving we are God's children. That is John, the Gospel of John, chapter 15. This grace will cause you and me to come through the hardest places and yet still shine like a diamond. Facts about me, and I'm going to conclude here with giving and conclude uh, right here. Facts about me that I need to know in order to fulfill my eternal destiny. As a child of God, God is on my side. Now, to let you know, not everybody is a child of God. If you don't have Jesus in your heart, you're not his child. God loves you so much has a great plan for your life and if you died this very second if you put your head down on that pillow went to sleep and never woke up would you go to heaven or would you go to hell you know the holy bible reads we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of god the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life through jesus christ our lord And whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You want to make sure you're going to go to heaven and be a child of God because God is on the side of his children. He's on their side. Just repeat this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Wash me. Cleanse me. Set me free. Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose from the dead and are coming back again for me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost, a hunger for the things of God, and a holy boldness to preach the gospel, Christ. I am saved. I am born again. And I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. 
forgive everyone who's ever hurt me, and I forgive myself. I receive your peace, your joy, and your love. Amen. If you prayed that prayer and you meant it from your heart, gives me the greatest pleasure to tell you that all, and all means all, of your sins are forgiven you. Always remember to run to God, to God, and not from him. Because he loves you, he loves you, he loves you, and has a great plan for your life. Hallelujah. And now... As a child of God, God is on your side. Everything I need to walk in victory is mine. The word of God, the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the angels of God. Those who are with us are far greater than those who are against us. to give his angels charge over us to watch over us concerning all our ways that bear us up in their hands lest we dash our foot against the stone. He would quote the word like Jesus quoted the word when he was being tempted by Satan. In the name of Jesus, of the name of Jesus, the mention of the name of Jesus, demons tremble. Every Knee shall bow and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. The blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus is powerful. The blood of Jesus keeps me pure. The blood of Jesus keeps me holy. The blood of Jesus keeps you pure. And the blood of Jesus keeps you holy. Yes, we can fight the enemy with the word of God, but if all else fails and you forget any to quote any scripture just say the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus and that'll soon take care of it and as I stated a few moments ago the angels of God the holy angels they are far more with us and those are against us. And the sweet, sweet Holy Spirit. He's our advocate, our comforter, our friend, our confidant, our counselor. Everything we need, when we need it. I thank God for the Holy Spirit. Where would we be without him? If you've never been baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire with evidence of speaking with other tongues, Repeat this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, you're the baptizer in the Holy Ghost and fire. I'm asking you right now to baptize me with the Holy Ghost and fire with the evidence in other tongues. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Fire. Fire, God, right now in the name of Jesus. Filled. Filled. 
filled with the Holy Ghost, filled to overflowing. Now, now, just sukara ba 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 sila ba 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 sura la la da 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 sukura la ba da da da. Just let the let the syllables, let the heavenly language come out of your mouth. Don't speak any language you know. Just let the heavenly syllables. Kara ba ba se kura ba 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 sura da 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 da. That's it. Keep going. Keep speaking the heavenly language. There you go. Keep speaking it. Keep speaking it. And the more you speak it the more those syllables are going to be more articulate and more fluent you're going to get in the heavenly language. And in the heavenly language, the devil can't understand, you can't understand yourself, only God can understand, but it's a direct hotline from you to God. And it's powerful. And it brings you power. He speaks in an unknown unknown language, the language of heaven, edifies himself. So pray in that prayer language if you didn't get it yet. Pray and and stand in faith. Don't let your head get in the way. Uh, just ask God and stand in faith. I stand in agreement with you. It's going to happen. It is. Because it's a promise of God. And I am to be fruitful and to look for fruit in my life. These are all facts that we need to know in order to fulfill our eternal destiny. I must stay focused on my path, my journey. Don't get sidetracked to the left or sidetracked to the right. You know, there are a lot of things that are good ideas is it a good idea maybe to help save the whales or uh, to uh, the spotted owl or whatever, an extinct thing? Or is it, Those are all good ideas and what it causes, but is it a good idea or is it a God idea? Good ideas can often... If they're not God ideas, if they're not God ordained for you to do, those good ideas can get you way off course, so far off course that it can take you years to come back to where you were because you're off focus. So it says you must stay focused on your path, on your journey, and don't get sidetracked by good ideas. Get on the path, focused on your journey. Enjoy the journey, by the way. Enjoy the journey and be focused with what what God wants on on God ideas. Not good ideas, but God ideas. Make it all count in eternity because it will all count. In eternity. This has been a. This is. I've been preaching to myself here. This is really. Really. Uh, he who waters himself shall be watered. But I. Uh, I wanted to let you know. As I'm letting everybody know. And every. Every. Um. Every time I'm on on the radio here, so let you know of some awesome 
Muslim schools. And then at our River Bible Institute, the River School of Government, and the River School of Worship. I am a product of the River Bible Institute. I did two years there. Uh, if you want further information, you can go to riverbibleinstitute.com. That's riverbibleinstitute.com. Riverschoolofworship.com. River of worship dot com river school of government dot com river school of government dot com check out those websites and and I've been authorized to give you a scholarship to River Bible Institute or the River School of Worship. At this time, River School of Government doesn't have scholarships, but I can give you a scholarship to the the River Bible Institute or River School of Worship. Free, you don't have to pay it back. You just have to just just know you have a call of God on your life. You want to further in the things of God and know that that, uh, he will change you for the better, and you won't recognize yourself in a good way. So, and also, if you know of anybody that has the call of God on their life, I authorize you to give them a scholarship to the River Bible Institute or the River School of Worship. And let them know about the River School of Government, because God can... God Nothing is impossible with God. He can provide the funds, whatever is necessary. So, and then tell them that if they know of any, that they can bless them with a scholarship, then they can bless somebody else, and it keeps going and going and going like a ripple effect. I'm excited to give you that scholarship. I'm happy. You can call 866-857-4837. 866-857-4837 for a prayer request or to let them know that Deborah Lacewell from Fire Talk Radio gave you a scholarship to Bible Institute or the River School of Worship. Or you can call 813-971-9999. 813-971-9999. Also, you can go to Revival.com. That's R-E-V-I-V-A-L.com. You can watch any of the live services um, Sunday at 10 a.m., and 7 p.m. or Wednesday at 7 p.m. This coming Wednesday, we're having a concert, a Christmas concert by Adlin Cruz. That's going to be awesome. World-renowned pianist. He is a he was a child prodigy and just a, a a very anointed and very very blessed 
Uh, that'll be this Wednesday. If you can't make it in person, I, I believe they'll be having it live on the website at revival.com. So uh, check those out. And in January, January 5th, it will be the start of school. And January 2nd will be new student orientation. So you come, know, you know, find out more about it and, you know, what, you know, just what goes on and then Monday start. Now, for my friends in Ireland that listen, there's going to be Ireland ablaze. Dr. Rodney and, and Adonica Howard-Brown are going to go there at Living Rivers Church, 24 Railway Street, Ballymena, Co., Antrim, BT42, 2AB, Ireland. Telephone, plus 44028256. Three eight seven zero zero, and then S Pound Ballymena. I'm not sure what that means, but hopefully you do. <laughs> um, and you can go to livingrivers.cc forward slash find underscore us pound find. B-A-L-L-Y-M-E-N-A. And that will be January 5th through January 9th at 7.30 p.m. Ireland time. And I know I have listeners in South Africa. And pastors Ronnie and Adonica are doing a 21-day revival in South Africa. So... I want to get the word out for you early to let you know you make start making plans now. That's February 2nd to March 13th. Now, from February 2nd to 27th will be um, Blumenfalten. Probably say that wrong, but... B-L-O-E-M-F-O-N-T-E-I-N, South Africa. And that will be at Christian Revival Church, 69 V-E-R-E-E-N-I-G-I-N-G, Drive, F-L-E-U-R-D-A-L, and then it's B L O E M F N F O N T E I N South Africa. And the phone number is plus two seven five one five two five two eight eight three. That's plus two seven five one five two five. Two eight eight three, and you can also for all three of these events, you can go to www dot 
crc.org.za. That's www.crc.org.za. March 1st through the March 6th, Dr. Rania Donica, Rania Donica Howard Brown will be at in Pretoria, South Africa, Christian Revival Church at um, I'm not exactly sure the address, but here's the phone number. It's uh, well, it says care of Linwood and Solomon Malangu. That's M A H L A N G U Drive, Silver Lakes, Pretoria, South Africa. That is plus two seven eight four two one seven three one four two. That is plus two seven eight four. Two one seven three one four two, and then from March eighth to March thirteenth, two thousand fifteen, Doctors Ronnie and Donna Howard Brown will be at Christian Revival Church Unit Number Seven, Ludell Park. C slash O to me I'm thinking care of but that could be something different in address so Coburg and one Ludell Avenue Montague GA would be M O N T A G U E and a new word G A Cape Town South Africa. That phone number is plus two seven two one five five two Four zero nine six. That is plus two seven two one five five two four zero nine six. And again, for further information on any of these events for the twenty one days of revival in South Africa, you can go to www.cr. Canada, Great Awakening, Ontario, Canada. That is Bethel Pentecostal, 1565 London Line. Sarnia, Ontario, N7T7H2, Canada. Area code 519-542. Seven seven three one, area code five one nine five four two seven seven three four. So I just wanted to share those with you because I know I have quite a few listeners in South Africa and also Canada and Ireland. So. I wanted to let you know about that ahead of time so you can start making plans uh, for the soon-to-be-here New Year's. And I uh, I look 
I I look forward to when we can be together again. I have a show on Monday at 8 o'clock p.m. and on Friday and Saturday 8 o'clock p.m. unless there's any any special programming that comes in between. Um, I have on Monday is however I feel led by the Holy Spirit to do. And then on Friday is going to be as it is has been on my mission for the 12 pillars of faith and then on saturday jesus the ultimate healer is going to be continuing so um it's been great it's been wonderful being with you and having you here with me in the spirit uh oh if you have any questions or comments or prayer requests or testimonies, feel free to email me at firetalkradio2, that's the number two, at yahoo.com. That's firetalkradio2, that's the number two, at yahoo.com. And I look forward to when we can be together until we meet again. Know that you're accepted in the beloved. You are loved by him and by me. Until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand and envelop you in his love. Be my son.